0: This, this, this is is
1: is fight disciples.
0: We are gathered
1: here today for the fight disciples UFC and boxing talk.
0: Hi, I'm Adam. Thank you very much for downloading this extra special podcast. If you don't subscribe to us yet, please do. It's very easy. Search for us on iTunes, Fight Disciples, hit the subscribe button, and then you'll never miss out on any content. And if you would be so kind as to write us a five-star review on iTunes, it helps us increase our worldwide visibility. As I'm sure you're fully aware, this extra download is all about Britain's first UFC world champion. Michael, the Count Bispin, caught up with my colleague Nick Pete over a cake and a lovely cup of tea.
1: This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. So come on, I don't want to go back to the start of the year, but yeah. the start of this year when I spoke to you, you were fighting Gegard Mousasi oh, yeah. in London. It was co-main event, and you were happy. You were happy with that, you know? You wanted well, more, but you were happy. Well, Well, well yeah, it was... <sighs> It was the only fight announced,
0: yeah. and they wasn't so sure loved. if it was going to be the main event or not. That's what Joe Silva was telling us because they wanted a bigger fight. Um, and then on Christmas Eve, obviously Dana called me, and um, you know told me they wanted to do Anderson. Of course, that, that made me happy because Gegard, you know Gegard's a tough son of a gun. You know he's yeah. he, he's so technically proficient in all areas, and he's an incredibly hard fighter, but uh, doesn't have the recognition. You know, an Anderson Silva or even a Luke Rock, although, you know, people like that half. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it was a dangerous fight. Um, uh, of course, Anderson is somebody I wanted to fight for a long, long time, so that was exciting for me. I got to tick that box, you know, and hopefully prove that I could beat him, which I did, um,
1: you know, not without a bit of drama, but, you know, got the job done. Yeah. Looking back now, watch, have you watched that fight much since, the Anderson fight? Mm. And- and yeah. A few times Did you, did you score yourself Losing that round? I know what obviously Happened yeah, sure, end, well, the, well, well, round, But did you? Yeah sure I did moved round one round? round
0: two Round three I was definitely In control of yeah. But the incident With the mouthpiece Happened And he split my face Open yeah. All over the place And I went down So I guess you could Give him round three For that For that Cheap shot that he took You know uh, But that was my fault As well you got to defend Yourself at all times what, but, why, why did you do that? So I, know. You all your I know, no, I know,
1: I know. That's probably the first thing you tell any kid who walks into the gym. To always, always. Time. I mean, I don't know. Listen...
0: My face is getting messed up enough as it is, you know, I've got cauliflower ears, I've had eye problems, nose has been broke, I've got scars all over the place, I'd like to hang on to my teeth, <laughs> do you, know, do you know what I mean, let's, let, let's not lose the teeth as well, that would not be a good look, so when the mouthpiece came out, I was like, I know the rules, you, There's going to be a lull in the action, for my money, we weren't engaging in blows, that, that, that equates to a lull in the action, if you ask me, so, uh, you know, I asked for my mouthpiece, bang, Oh, well, God bless him. So anyway, and then I won round four. Yeah. Round five, he, he I was controlling most of the action, but he had a couple of big moments. He had a good front kick and uh, Superman punch or whatever, but uh, yeah, for, for the most part, I, I thought
1: I cruised it. At the end of round four, you know, I was cage side, obviously, and everybody else that was there. That was the moment for me that you crossed, finally crossed over. You know, you've had so many um, final, final eliminations in sure, your sure. life. But that fourth round, after you got... After you and Jason basically picked yourself up off yeah. the ground, gum shield back in, the way you handled Anderson in the fourth round for me, that was what made you then genuine title contender, and that's why you deserve the title yeah. shot. Yeah, Th- thank
0: you, thank you. Yeah, well, do you know what? I mean, uh, a lot a lot of people have asked me how I was able to uh, go out there and fight like that in the fourth round, and the fact of the matter is, I wasn't going to be de- be denied. You know, I certainly. In front of a sold out crowd in London, you know, I wasn't willing to to get beat. And I remember Jason Perillo telling me um, afterwards, he said, You know, we were concerned, obviously, as you corner me and you're going into that fourth round. He said, But we, we he said, I looked at you, he said, and your face was just completely red, but I could just see two eyes. Poking through the, the red, and I could see the look in your eyes. I was like, no, he, Mike's fine, he's got this, he's good. I can see, I can tell by the look in his eye, he knows what's going on, he's good. Yeah. And, uh, and and he was right, of course. Um, you know, and I, I hadn't come that far and done so well in that fight to let it be taken away from me. You know, of course, I dropped him at the, end of the first, dropped him in the second, it was going well, you know, and I was like, I'll be damned if uh,
1: I, I let this get stolen away from me now. Yeah. In terms of the in t- incredible night like that was and then obviously the Rock Old widening match was made. Yeah. Had you already spoken to the UFC about the potential of one of them pulling out that you were available? Or were you just kinda of the first person that answered the call? No, so no no I hadn't not at all. But
0: Jason Perillo did say to me, Make sure you stay in shape. I've got a, a feeling one of these guys is gonna get injured. That was the conversation we had, but I got that movie the new Triple X and I went up to Toronto and I was filming that. Um so I was I was distracted doing that, but of course you want to look decent on a movie. So I, I was I was running most days. I was lifting weights most days. I worked out with a striking coach called Jorge Blanco, who works with the GSP and Rashad Evans, very very good striking coach. So, you know, I I, I was I was ticking over, you yeah. know, um, and then I I found out that Wyman was injured. I texted Dana uh, that day. Uh, and said, listen, if, if, if he's out, you know, you know where I am. He texted me back and said, you know, um, thanks, great stuff, we love you, but we're probably going to go with Jacare, which I understood. You know, I, I could understand that. Uh, but I thought well, at least it will put me in a good position. Maybe I'll get the winner of Jacare and Rockhold. You know, and that was ultimately, that was my game plan. Yeah. I didn't actually think I'd get it, but I thought, but showing willing, it puts me, you know... I entered myself into the conversation again with the top brass, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, of course, um, of course Jack Ray didn't want the fight, and, uh,
1: you know, I got the call the next day. And the fight did come around. Did you... Is that something... You was know, Rockhold someone you've thought about a lot? Because when you were in London after the, after the final media day prior to Anderson, I sat with Jason for about an hour and we spoke quite a quite a lot about Rockhold and he was telling me that Rockhold was the best guy in the division that Rockhold yeah. could reign for a long time that Rockhold was the toughest opponent out there so yeah. but there was never a conversation between you and Jason where you thought it's a rock a 12-week camp, he's a 10-week... No, know, we, we no, no, be... never,
0: never, never. I mean, to be honest, when I found out of Dana, I've told this story 20 times today, but I'll, t- I'll tell it again. Um, I was walking into a gym just to go lift some weights, whatever, just have a play around and get a sweat on, you know? Yeah. And uh, the, the call came through and I found out, and I was like, what the hell? And I went into panic mode yeah. and I thought, screw the weights, I need to run. I need to A, lose some weight. Well, no, I'll tell you what I did. I walked to the the scales in the gym straight away, stripped off, got on the scale. It said 212 pounds. I thought, holy shit, that's not good. That's nowhere near uh, where I need to be. And, uh, and I need to run right now. So never mind the weights. I went outside and I just started sprinting through the streets of Toronto. Didn't want to stop at the traffic lights, so I was just running out in front of the traffic. Nearly got run over about five times and just ran and ran and ran and ran. And uh, I was uh, very, very flustered, you know, all, all different emotions running through my mind. <coughs> One of them, uh, I was actually, uh, for, for, for a short period of time, feeling a bit sorry for myself. I thought, I don't believe this, After a lifetime of wanting to achieve this. Here I am, I'm 212 pounds, I'm overweight, I'm out of shape and I've got to go fight for a title fight, you know. and if i lose it i'll never get another one again and this is the circumstance of how it's come around and i thought i don't believe this but as i was running you know i was running hard and and by the i did like six or seven mile and I, at the end of it i thought well that was good i mean i mean th- that felt great yeah. and I, I did two more days of filming got off the plane went straight to the gym did five fives hard on the pad with jason and i was like holy shit that was that was good right you know i i, I couldn't believe it so i was like that was the same output of what I normally have a week before a fight. It was like, yes. So I said, right, the true test will be Monday for the sparring. Used the same sparring partners what I used for the Anderson fight. Yeah. Performed way better than I ever did against him. Beat the crap out of him. And uh, got through five-fives relatively easy. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Okay, tonight when I do the circuit training, that'll be the real test. And again, my strength and conditioning coach, he was blown away. Said, it's crazy, Mike. He said, but you're right where you were the last week of the Anderson camp. And, uh, it's like Jason said, he said, listen, you've worked a lifetime for this, you know, it wasn't that long ago, you went five fives with Anderson, it's in there, you've just got to harness it, you know, you've got to believe that you can do it, and, you know, yeah.
1: Did it, did that ultimately work in your favour, you think, the fact that you didn't have a Massively, massively. have to think about it that much? Well, 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 th- th- there was that side of things, you know, there was... I didn't have to think about it that
0: much. I didn't stress myself out. But there's also the the physical side of things. I've consistently overtrained my entire career. And to be honest, I think a lot of fighters overtrain. You know, there's still we've still got a long way to go. And the problem is we have so many different disciplines, right? And we try and cram it all in. And I overtrain all the time. uh, You know, but uh, sometimes less is more. And every time I think. I'm overtraining, I still continue doing it, because I don't want to run out of gas in a fight or whatever it may be. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I typically start training camp and I'm strong and explosive and I feel good. By the end of the camp, yeah, I'm in good shape and I've lost some strength and some power and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, obviously, there was no time for that to happen and the weight was low, so
1: I felt great. You, before we talk about the actual fight, you touched on it there this relationship with Jason, What's you know? has that been the turning point in your career? You think? It, it, it's definitely... Um, it de- de- definitely he's been, much more than just a striking coach. Oh, no, for he's sure. For sure. No,
0: no, no, well, he's, he's a boxing coach, you know, or a striking coach. <clears throat> he's, he's a boxing coach is what he is. We, he, he, he holds it for a kick sometimes, but he's, he's not a kicker, any, he'll, he'll, he'll be the first to admit that. Um, but he's... He's a mentor, is what he is, he's a mentor. He's a head coach. Yeah, he's a a head coach, and, and he has those leadership qualities. Uh, His dad was a motivational speaker and he's definitely inherited that because our best work, of course, you know, we do great work on the pads or whatever it may be, but our best work is when I finish a training session and he talks to me and we we might be sat there for two hours sometimes and, you know, we really delve into the the, the mental aspect of the fight game, you know, because it really is such a uh, a, a mental game. You know, you'll get two guys that have... Physically the same, you know, whoever controls the mind the best is the guy that that, that will win, you know. And I remember one day, you know, I pulled up outside the gym and he was out there waiting for me. He said, Mike, we've got a few good sparring partners in here waiting for you today. He said, But they ain't top five in the UFC. They haven't had 20 odd fights in the UFC. You have. He said, Can you go in there and act like one of the best fighters in the world? He said, Because that's what you are. Don't let little things get to you. Don't get stressed out. Go in there. Pimp these guys, you know, make them look like the amateurs what they are compared to you. Because you're one of the most experienced fighters in the world. Go in there and and, and let that experience show through, you know. Don't let little situations get to you. Control the energy in the room. Um, And he worked hard on controlling my emotions. You know, we worked on that in the the Anderson fight. This fight, it was key. And, uh, yeah, I've come a long way in that regard. And
1: I have Jason to thank for that. The 199 fight week. How did, how did that differ from, from all the other fight weeks that you've had? You know, coming face to face with Rocco, doing all the media, you great. And I, I, I was, any, did it feel different?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was happy, go lucky, you know. And that was another thing Jason said. Jason said uh, the, the very first training session when I got off that plane and came back, he said, Mike, we, uh, we had one of our talks. And again, uh, at the end of it, he said, The last thing, he said, Enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. He said, Win or lose. He said, You're fighting for the fucking title, okay? Yeah. Where, if you lose this, when's that ever going to happen again? Yeah. He said, so fucking enjoy this process. You know, don't, you know, yeah, okay, the pressure's on and this and that. He said, but let's enjoy it, you know, enjoy exactly. this moment in time, take it in your stride, do it all with a smile on your face, you know? And, and that was the best advice he, he could have given me.
1: Yeah, when you, when you actually got into the fight as well. Could you sense that Rockhold was different from the Rockhold that you met in, in Australia?
0: <clears throat> I don't think he was, to be honest. He, he was still doing the same thing. You know, still fighting the same way. Um, still the same guy that I sparred that time. I, I, I knew I could more than compete with Rockhold. Yeah, yeah. You know. From the sparring session. From the sparring right, session yeah. and from that first fight. It was going very well up until the headbutt happened. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, he's trying to play down and I think some people that don't want to give me the credit are saying, oh, well, Rockhold was underestimating him and this and that. No, he wasn't. He trained hard for Chris Weidman. He was in good shape. He just got beat, yeah. plain and simply. He got caught with a good, solid left hook and I finished it off. You know, I followed it up. Yeah, um,
1: yeah he was fine the same way uh, uh, from the Rockhold I know. There was nothing different to me. Yeah, Did Jordan, the training camp was there? Even though it was a short camp, was there a time when the cat you thought, "I going to catch this guy"? You know, when you'd seen the video, even in the, the first fight, you yeah, yeah. knew he was lifting his chin up. Yeah, yeah, he
0: knew yeah. He had to, put his chin in the air. Yeah, say, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll go. yeah you know, he he has his chin in the air, and you know the Anderson fight um, give me a lot of uh, confidence in my left hook. Yeah. and I think if you see it, it, the Rockall fight, you know the one I just had, well, the well, well people won 't know me as well as I know me i, I You can see but prior to that landing i 'm really swinging it you know with with bad intentions a few yeah. times as opposed to maybe in the past where i 've been jabbing and throwing straight as you know I was swinging those hooks and, and nearly putting Anderson away with that made me believe in that and and Jason talked about it he said that left hook is open all day. he drops his right hand all the time. Yeah. There was even a video on Instagram he's doing some exercise with like a weight machine or some kind of pulleys. And Jason said, Look at this. And this whole thing was, he was doing that. And it was to, to get his punching power good. But the actual mechanics of the movement, his right hand was coming here mm-hmm. and leaving his chin exposed. And so he said, The left hook is going to land. He said, Believe in that. He said, That left hook is going to land. And of course it did. Oh,
1: uh, <coughs> we, how sweet was it that, you know, in the aftermath, could it have gone any better? Oh, man. Could it have been scripted any better for you? No way. No, I. I not just that fight this year. That's, oh, that's oh this year's been amazing. Is.
0: You know, I, 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 I get to fight Anderson Silver in London, sold out, beat him in an epic fight. I'm glad that that mouthpiece, uh, mouthpiece, gum shield yeah. incident happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in California. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. I know.
0: <laughs> I, I'm glad that the gummy incident happened uh, because it made it all, all the more epic. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I, had to, I had to really go through the trenches in that fight. You know, and... and uh, I want to be involved in fights like that, you know. I uh, do. They're they're historic, you know. So uh, I'm glad that happened. I beat Anderson, you know, in my home, in the nation's capital. Then I go film a bloody blockbuster movie, you know. Then I walk straight off a movie set into a world title, title fight. fight and knock him out cold <laughs> in three
1: minutes. You know, it doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't. No. Did you? look back now did you think at the time that was your sign off to the UK fans the win over Anderson did you think chances are I won't fight in the UK again yeah yeah yeah. De- definitely um, I, I think a lot of fans sense that as well which is why it sold out so quickly as well I I I, think, I, I, I wasn't even sure if I'd even fight again
0: yeah. you know you know uh, I even said that to Jason you know in my hotel room one day you know and we were having one of our talks again and I got a bit emotional and this and that and yeah yeah no I did definitely have that and of course uh I won you know and and then I thought we might might be chance of a title shot here do you know what I mean so of course you know there's no quitting me I'll always try and so uh I I said to Dana I want a title fight of course that wasn't happening but uh as we know it did
1: in the end there's certainly uh you know no never has been a fight and no you know no fighting, you When you're in the octagon, if you like, there's no quitting, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but that said, with the injuries, certainly the eye injury. Sure. You know, how close did that come? You know, did what? Once did your wife say? You know. You yeah. Know, well, no. Well, 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 exactly. My wife wanted me to retire two
0: weeks ago. Yeah. Saturday night, win or lose. You know, yeah. she wanted me to retire really badly. She said that'd just be amazing. Go out, win the fucking belt, two weeks' notice, and you're retire done. there and then We're on the done. night. How fucking amazing would that be? And I said, you're right. It would be you know we've done we've done all right financially so we're good you know uh but you're not the champion to defend it i said there's no way i'm doing that babe there's no fucking way i'm doing that (laughs) um so uh and of course now the paydays will be the best they have ever been as well so i might as well try and get a few of those as well why not um yeah no of course the the i thing you know i mean it's good now but you know it, it was a whole thing you know and I still need some more surgeries and this and that. There's oil in the eye and whatnot, but
1: yeah. uh, well, well, can that be cleared up? Can yeah, you know yeah, yeah, out? yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. Is that
0: something you'll do. Yeah, exac- clear exactly, exactly. Fish. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, you've got to defend the belt. You know, So I wanted to defend it in Manchester. I spoke to Dana, I said that to him. He was very receptive to the idea. In fact, it was his idea. Yeah. I don't know why I'm bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, There's certain things you've you got to say and not say. Yes. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? But why am why, why, why I saying that I went to him? He, he came <laughs> to me. But I was like, yeah, definitely. He actually said, uh, what would you prefer? Millennium Stadium or, or uh, Manchester? I said Manchester without a doubt. Thank you for listening. If you
1: like what you heard, subscribe
0: via iTunes.